Hello everyone, I'm Silke and I'm Roxanne and we're from AFD Antwerp and uh, today we are interviewing Gitte from Doudou Atelier in Marcel. Hello Gitte. Hello. So um, to hit it off um, with our first question, can you just tell a bit more about yourself? So what is your background in studies or what were your previous jobs? What are your interests? So I'm a social worker, so I studied uh, social work, but uh, because after those three years of study, I didn't really want to start working. Um, so I also did cultural management and also a half year of a training program who was about bottom-up uh, city development. Not really with any idea of doing something with that, but... Uh, Looking back, back at it right now, it was very useful to uh, do those studies. Um, and I'm 29 right now and I did a lot of um, jobs already because it was a lot of people who were pregnant and who had to be replaced for short times. Um, but that was very interesting because, because of that I did a lot of experience in some different uh, types of organizations. So I worked uh, in a refugee center in Antwerp and um, I also did a job with um, students who didn't go to school anymore or who did the system of two days of school, three days of working, but didn't find a job or couldn't stay at one job, so I gave them workshops and I helped them finding a new job. All right, so already a lot of different experiences actually in your uh, field of working. Yes, and indeed, so and very useful right now. <laughs> it so already sounds really cool, actually. Um, and now you're um, doing a little entreprise. Um, can you pitch this entreprise doodle atelier for us and our speakers at home? So uh, Dudu is a circular atelier, so what we do is actually we reuse old materials and make them into new products. And I don't do this by myself, I have uh, people who work with me voluntarily and they have uh, difficulties in finding a job at the regular uh, labour markets. How did you come up with this idea to establish Doodoo? Is it also um, something you did together with the volunteers or help from friends? Or did you? Is, was it just your own idea to... Um, well, so I did a lot of job and then my uh, latest contract ended. Um, so I was searching for something new and I didn't really found what I uh, really wanted to do. So I wanted to be creative and I wanted to work with people who have difficulties in any yeah, kind of way. So I just thought by myself, okay, if I can find it, I'll start it myself. Um, so that's what I did. I searched uh, for a part-time job. Um, so that was three days a week. And two days a week, I worked uh, in my atelier to all start it up. Um, and How long uh, did it exist? Your uh, doodoo atelier, or um, I started like in um, May two thousand nineteen, and from September two thousand nineteen, I got my atelier. So from that point, I really feel like that's where I'm started. And um, so 
I did it part-time on, on two days a week and then since December I'm um, being there full-time so I quit the job uh, that I did three days a week and now I'm full-time working in the atelier. All right, sounds like a great start of this adventure. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it looks like in um, May 2019 and from September 2019 I got my atelier. So from that point I really feel like that's where I'm started. And um, so I did it part-time on, on two days a week and then since December I'm um, being there full-time. So I quit the job uh, that I did three days a week and now I'm full-time working in the atelier. All right. Sounds like a great start of this adventure. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it looks quite recent, actually. Um, and do you have a specific audience? Or um, is it, for example, only for creative people? Or is the audience more in a broader way? So it's more uh, people who are interested in sustainable uh, products or activities, because I also do workshops. Um, And I noticed that there's a lot of uh, females who are interested in, uh, in uh, my workshops. But in the end, it's uh, products who are decorative. So anybody who likes to hang something that I make in their home is uh, a potential buyer for me. Okay. So to all the male listeners here, don't hesitate to work together with uh, Dudu Atelier. It's also for them. <laughs> Um, as you already mentioned, on your webshop you can uh, find many different things. So you offer uh, products that you make, but you also do these workshops. You make DIY packages and then also you have these sale actions for schools and youth movements. Um, yeah, how do you choose uh, all these things? The basic idea was to make products and to do workshops. But then Corona came, so <laughs> I had to be creative. So then the DIY packages came, so because people could not be creative at my workshop, but they could still be at home and they were a lot of time at home. So I started these DIY packages. Um, and then because there were lockdown after lockdown and I'm selling in some shops, So they were also closed and so this means no income for me or a lot less. Um, so that's why I also started to sell to schools um, and to youth movement when they do like some kind of sale action. Um, I noticed that a lot of those schools or organizations are interested in doing something sustainable as well, not just selling another waffle or wine or chocolates. So they're looking for something more yeah original um creative sustainable the school vacations who are um one week longer like the last one it's good then for the children to have something to keep them busy for three weeks for long not only the children the parents as well i guess <laughs> <laughs> yes i can imagine and uh also very nice type of products instead of the regular ones Can you maybe give an example uh, for our listeners at home um, of the workshops, for example, or the products you offer? So um, one thing we make is from old books. So we have these uh, little flag lines you hang when it's someone's birthday. Uh, we make them from old books like old atlases or old 
um, travel magazines with a lot of beautiful mountains or children books with a lot of beautiful uh, drawings and we make them like the front and the back is an, a nice um, picture from the book um, and that you can hang when there's a party or just to decorate your bedroom or living room. Um, something else that we make is like from an old vinyl record who is damaged so this cannot be played anymore. It's just thrown away. Um, so we make them into these small bowls you can use um, to serve, serve food in or just to put the plants in. It's also useful for that. Um, and then in DIY packages um, we have for adults and children so yeah one box is just with a lot of materials in it that people uh, the children can make 14 uh, creative things with then there is this manual that explains how they can do it so from now on if we have a party or something then uh, we go to Dudu Atelier <laughs> yes indeed okay and where do you get your products from? Um, is this being considered, for instance, um, for the driving distance, uh, the type of company, um, sustainability and stuff? So actually we have uh, our main um, place we get the materials from, from is from a second-hand store uh, in the region of Mortsel, so the south of Antwerp. Um, we have a cooperation with them that we get uh, the materials and I, it was like a little search to find which is really uh, things that they cannot use to sell again in the second hand store. So like uh, for example these um, flags we make out of old atlases, it's like um, when you graduate from uh, high school you have your school <laughs> atlas and you're just... Um, don't Probably do anything with it. Probably <laughs> stays in your closet um, for <laughs> the rest of your lifetime. Um, and if you uh, give them away to these second-hand stores, they cannot resell it because it's probably not the newest version anymore. Um, so they throw it away and that's the thing that I uh, try to collect. So it's getting, yeah, it's reused and not thrown away. And uh, at the other hand, we can also sell our products in their store. Okay. All right, that's a very good collaboration, uh, it seems so. But then, of course, you're actually dependent on what's available in these second-hand stores. Uh, yeah, but they get a lot of stuff, so <laughs> it's really not a problem at all to... If I ask, There's never two less than... No, 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 like one week later I have thousand, no, thousand, not like hundred. <laughs> so it's really, it's not, that's not a, um, that's not a problem. But it's not only from the second-hand store that I get my uh, materials. Um, like, for example, I um, also use uh, inner bike, inner tubes, mm -hmm. in uh, one of the DIY packages. And then I just go by the local bike shop and ask for their inner tubes and they just give it because it's true. A question that we were wondering is what do you like the most about your uh, enterprise or what is the most satisfying thing that you've got out of your own uh, little business? Well, for me, um, I think like on one hand it's like the reaction from people I get um, that like 
I was selling to somebody like a new shop where I was going to uh, sell the products and they were like, so if I buy this DIY package, like who, who made it? Um, and so I could say like, actually I make the sticker and the manual and the rest is made by my volunteers and uh, like who have these difficulties to find a job and to keep a job. Um, and they were like, oh, it's really cool that, that they make all of it, like they, they can do this. And that's what I love the most about my job, that um, people realize that, first of all, it's made out of trash. And second of all, it's made with people who they considered couldn't do this. Um, like the main uh, things I work on with my volunteers is being in time, let me know if you cannot come and uh, like just be there. That's the main part and feel good at the job. That's where I work hard on that everybody feels happy that they come there. And so it's really, um, it's really, really basic what they should do with me um, when on the job. So they are very happy that they could come to me because I give a lot of chances. If you don't come and you don't let me know, you can do this 10 times. Just um, keep in contact and we'll try again if you can come tomorrow. And that's, they feel like they get chances and appreciate it. And they had a lot of jobs in the past where they were just fired already. And so it's what other people think of it and what I notice with my volunteers that makes me happy to go to work every day. It seems very satisfying for you that you can help this group of people and I can imagine that they, yeah, they become close to you once they start working in the, in the atelier for a few days. Um, and also very surprising to hear that people that buy your stuff also likes the aspect of uh, you making a social impact actually and, and giving chances to these people that can create these nice products. Mm -hmm. It's indeed so. the, like the two-sided the part of the product they buy that makes it yeah, the extra value. Yeah, also for us, like we are also social entrepreneurs, so it's really interesting and really cool that you have it both ways, I guess. Um, but of course, we are here to, um, we invited you actually to talk about circle, circular economy in general. Um, so, of course, the question is, how does Tudo um, Atelier contribute to a more circular economy? Can you explain it? Well, so, reusing um, the part of where it's trash and keeping the material in the way that it, um, it is so... If I reuse a book, it's still the paper of the book um, that you can see in the end product. And um, there are a lot of beautiful things made, like uh, sunglasses made out of uh, bottles and stuff like that, which has also had... So you reduce, reduce your footprint. That's already like a big thing, I guess. Yeah, and you keep it short chain. Like you said, yeah. you work with local second-hand stores and then no need in really transforming the waste product but just being creative with it to make it a new product. Um, do you believe then that more of these organizations that work locally like you do or on a small scale um, 
are really able to make an impact and a, and a conversion towards more circular economy? I do believe that these kind of organizations as I have are the future, maybe not the big future, but like <laughs> although this corona crisis it has just made us more clear that everything is coming out of the out of the world um, and that being local and supporting your local maker or local shop um, is just very important to keep your or environment, your city, your town alive and living. Um, and it made us more aware also like the ship it was stuck in the Suez region. Yeah. And it's really got an <laughs> impact on what I and you can find in the store or not find. Yeah. <laughs> so that you really feel um, that there is something that comes from the other side of the world. Like if it's snowing in April because we're going to, with our car every day to work, you don't see the link between those two things when there is a boat stuck and you don't get your bike parts or something, then you feel that there is something coming from far and it has an influence on your daily life. And I think by all those things, people are more aware that, um, yeah, we're like using the world mm -hmm. and our own region can also make these beautiful things which don't have to be that expensive that only the rich people can buy it. Yeah, indeed. And so do you think that at the moment there is enough awareness um, about these kind of topics, uh, like for example, uh, buying locally and um, also just like circular economy? Yeah, and just as you mentioned already, um, yeah. some people maybe don't always think about the distance that some of the products should travel and they see each product as a oh it's used once and then they use it they just see it as waste do you think it's enough awareness already there is more awareness but i think there can still be more <laughs> <laughs> i think in every supermarket like the bio part is getting mm -hmm. bigger and um it's more visible as well um also if i see if i go to small shops to sell my products there is a lot of uh, sustainable things that they're also selling so also the smaller shops are working on it so there is more awareness uh, from the shops and so people just bump into it so they should notice but i think there can be still a lot of changes in people's daily life um this uh, yeah single-use plastic yeah. and stuff that, yeah. that the, also the shops are Ali, the, the fabricants are making that there's still a lot of work on it. So are you positive that it will change in a good way? or? Yeah, but it takes time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And how do you promote your initiative? Um, we've seen that you have a web shop, but also social media pages. Um, now in Corona times, of course, it might be more difficult to do these real life events. What are your main um, ways of promoting Doodoo Atelier? So indeed, the social media, the Facebook and the Instagram is for me my main um, channel to promote and make myself visible. Um, the real life events, like there is one um, creative market in June I can participate, but it's really 
yeah, there's really not a lot uh, going on uh, right now in real life. So that makes it um, difficult to be visible. Also in, in the region where I'm, I'm from, um, people don't know that I'm there. Uh, also, I'm, it's just me, one person who is in charge of Dudu. So there is a lot of aspect, aspects that I sh should think of and do. So sometimes there is no time to make extra promotion or to see extra opportunity to see to search for extra opportunities so like everything that comes to me i'll grab with both my hands but it's <laughs> yeah. just difficult for um yeah me to the spread the words all the yeah to search for extra promotion yeah, yeah of course and maybe you also miss sort of personal interaction now when it's more online and not uh, that you can really talk to uh, buyers. Yes, uh, indeed. That makes it... Um, yeah, you cannot really see who is there. I'm, I'm already <laughs> happy that it's summer, that you can see more people on the street. <laughs> and also, like in the atelier, we take the tables outside and work in the sun, and we can take these masks off. Um, and then everybody who walks by, like, they start talking. And that's nice, because I'm... Um, um, my atelier is underneath the church mm -hmm. <laughs> and there is a school so there is a lot of people passing but they're just seeing my windows which are decorated but they're like what are you really doing and explain something more and then I can really get in touch with yeah like it's also a potential buyer so that's um, I'm happy that it's summer <laughs> yeah totally so we have talked about um giving ways to second life and the social aspect of your entreprise. Um, but do you also want to inspire people themselves to create ideas like you um, to reuse waste um, and like, for example, through your workshops? Yeah, so the workshops is a really good way to like, uh, I have a workshop where we make a lamp out of a book. And then it's really like I give them <laughs> Everybody can choose an old book, like, and they just choose the, the color of the cover. And from that point, we will make the lamp. And then they're, like, very happy because it's cool that they make this lamp out of just this old book, which they would have thrown away if it was in their closet. So I think... Um, that also buy these DIY packages because I see on the outside and on the photos there that the result and then inside they just see like from what they're starting with and that it's sometimes, yeah, it's really... Give a new perspective maybe of. Yeah, yeah, that I like, especially with these DIY packages that they can make it themselves and they can see that it's... Um, yeah, from point A to point B, where it's something nice that they will really rang, hang in their houses. Something you didn't expect, maybe. Yeah. yeah. And uh, have you ever considered uh, to work with kitchen waste? Well, I um, actually, because you're asking this question now, it's the first time that I'm thinking <laughs> about it. But um, yeah, I mainly focus uh, on, on the yeah more decorating materials. And I notice a lot of other entrepreneurs or uh, local entrepreneurs are working on like this um, bathroom and kitchen stuff like soap bars and scrubs yes, and indeed. I don't know whatever and also 
they're like on their social media giving tips indeed like what you can do with an old banana or stuff <laughs> like that um, but that's the part where I also have no knowledge about actually so I leave it to the other people you want to give it a different turn and then go in another direction I think maybe if corona will <laughs> so for now you're again in some other way I will just totally go for it So for now, you mainly focus on the decorative uh, things? Yes, indeed. Okay. Well, yeah. now to wrap it up, can you give us some tip and tips and tricks? Yes, because I can imagine now in uh, Corona times that many of the listeners maybe have some free time or can you just give them maybe some advice to start thinking more in a circular way? A new hobby? <laughs> well, what I think is if they... Uh, Having the time and find the time now with Corona to clean their houses and um, dust out all these closets with a lot of stuff in it, just don't already throw it away. Just you can give them away to people. There are a lot of online groups um, where people are very happy with that. Or just put it on your your next to your house and put the sign with for free. It will be gone. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> Or just give it to the second-hand shop. Or be creative and think about it. What can you make from it? Go online. There are a lot, a lot, a lot of ideas. If you have this old basket, just Google DIY old basket and they will give you a lot of ideas of what you can make from it. So just don't throw away, but think of other opportunities you can you can give it. Okay, and if uh, the listeners would like to have some more ideas or uh, creative input, I would advise them to have a look at your Instagram account or your uh, web shop. I think uh, that's it for now. Uh, I would really like to thank you for the uh, the conversation. It was very interesting and uh, both Roxanne and I are wishing you all the best with your uh, Dudu Atelier. Thank you and thank you for the invitation as well. Thank you.